Kruger is not um, a merchandise thing for, for us in Denmark. It, it's just basically, if I can boil it down, it's to enjoying the simple things in life, enjoying every day. And, and usually it's connected to nature or those social connections with, with friends or family. So, so it's just really basically it's decluttering all the, the excess from around us, from the, the noise that we have, even the, the belongs that we have. And we're just boiling down what, what is really important. Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast, your guide to decluttering your mind and your home with a wee bit of humor. I'm Robin, mom to three teen boys, a registered nurse, and a proud cat parent to three wonderful boy cats. What is unique about my journey? Well, 80% of my household, including me, have ADHD. And after diving deep into my brain, I realized that tips alone won't get you that decluttered home that you want. Because understanding what's going on inside helps us to declutter the outside and live an amazing, peaceful life that fills us up. Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast. Well, welcome today. I'm so excited. Today I have the awesome Diane in Denmark to talk to us about Huga. She told me it's not Huga, it's Huga. Diane is an expert in this wonderful tradition of coziness, year-round coziness. And because it is now winter, I really am leaning into that. I have a candle going here and I just want to jump in right now to my interview with Diane so we can learn all about Huga. So join me as we watch that together right now. I'm Diane in Denmark and I am the lady with the pom-poms if you've ever watched me on YouTube and I help people to implement some good routines into life so they can get more joy. We're just kind of simplifying everything and I'm big on the hygge because I'm here in Denmark and we have the long long summer evenings which are fantastic and then we have the dark dark winter days which are not so fantastic and that's why I'm a Big, big fan of Fuga. I love it. Um, so what, could you explain what Fuga is? Because a lot of people, they don't know what it is. Yeah, or they've maybe seen it or they've seen uh, products advertised as you must buy this and then you can get the Fuga. The Fuga is not um, a merchandise thing for, for us in Denmark. It's just a way of life. And, and if you're watching from the Southern Hemisphere or maybe you're watching this video uh, in, in high summer, we huga all year round. It's not, it's, not a, it's not just a thing for the winter, but winter is when we, we really come into our element and we can do it, do it max huga. It, it's just basically, if I can boil it down, it's to enjoying the simple things in life, enjoying every day. And, and usually it's connected to nature or those social connections with, with friends or family. So, so it's just really basically it's decluttering all the, the excess from around us, from the, the noise that we have, even the, the belongs that we have. And we're just boiling down what, what is really important. And, and that's what Hugh is. It's just taking those times being deliberate because it's not just going to happen on its own. So sometimes it will, but you may have to work at it in the beginning. But but just enjoying the everyday, the, the small things. Oh, I love that. And how long have you lived in Denmark, Diane? 
I moved to Denmark oh, over 20 years ago. I was, uh, I'm from Edinburgh, Scotland, where it's also very dark and cold in the winter. And I moved to Luxembourg, right in the heart of Europe. I was working at the uh, European Supreme Court for the British judge. And that's where I met my husband, who is Danish. He was working for the Danish judge. I was working for the British judge and then swept me off my feet. And then we moved here in 1998. Uh, and then we had uh, kids. We've got what, two kids. So I've been in Denmark for 23 years and I'm now Danish. I have Danish citizenship. Very proud of that. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm sure that that is very important when you live somewhere. It's nice to be a citizen. I feel Danish and my husband often says I'm more Danish than the Danes because I've taken on board all the hygge, all the traditions. There, there are so many traditions here, which is quite crazy. But I think it's because Denmark is such a kind of modern country. You know, when you think of Denmark, you think, oh, very modern, cutting edge. But actually, they love, they, they really hang on to the past and they love love their traditions. That's really nice. I feel like in Canada in particular, it just feels, I mean, we do have a culture, but it feels like not much of one. But the years, some have some high days and holidays that you have Thanksgiving as well, don't you? And yeah, that's on this Monday, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have, but... I, I think that it's probably really nice, especially in the winter when it's very dreary. And for me, I the seasonal affective disorder, as I've gotten older, I'm in my mid-40s now, it's way worse than it was when I was younger. In When I was younger, I would always be like, I love the rain, I like the dark, um, I don't care. I did, did not get bothered by winter. I mean, I was always happy when spring came, but now I'm just like, Basically, right before Christmas, I'm like, okay, I can't handle this dark anymore. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm the same. I'm actually, the worst time of the year for me is actually the month of October. And I know a lot of people love autumn, fall. This is the worst month for me to get through. But I've got coping strategies, leaning heavily into the hygge. But I, I think, especially for us here, we go from, in Denmark in the summer, it, we we have long, endless summer nights, mm -hmm. uh, and it's light until 11.30 p.m. at night, and then it starts getting light again in the morning at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it never really gets dark. Yeah. And now we are in the month of October, and it's already dark by 7 p.m. in the evening. So when you consider just a couple of months ago, we had 11.30 at night, and now it's 7 o'clock at night. We've, that, that we, we feel kind of like that that daylight has been snatched away from us. I mean, that's four hours, four and a half hours daylight, and it's just going to get worse moving through to December and January. But as I said, that there are plenty of ways, if you're feeling like that, uh, even, you know, for, for you, Robin, maybe it's winter. Other people, they also get seasonal uh, affective disorder in spring. You know, it can happen any time of year. And I can give you some tips, and they all relate to Huga. It's okay. all about, for example, one, the, the seasonal living. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Right now, October is difficult for me. I am not into the October colors and the oranges and greens and browns. Worse for me. But I'm making an effort. I do have some, I'm going to wear an orange sweater this week. I've got some green sweaters. I'm going to lean into it. I'm meeting a friend, my bestie Erica from America, and we are going to seek out 
some pumpkin pie. Now that that's not my tradition, but even here in Denmark, we we have some American places which serve pumpkin spice lattes. So I, that that's not my culture. It's not my kind of thing. But I'm embracing it. I'm I'm using the apples that we have in the garden to add the apples to the dinners that I cook. So it's just taking what is in the season and really leaning into that. And and even if you don't actually experience the seasons, maybe you're in Florida and you only have two seasons, just take those elements and it helps to carry you through. You 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 it really is fake it till you make it and you learn to love the little changes that you see and appreciate the, those changes. You know, eating the, where we're having a risotto this week with, with wild mushrooms, it's mushroom season. Mm-hmm. So t- taking those seasonal things. And the, the main thing that you've got to do, but I say this all year round, is getting outside every single day. And I know they're in Canada, the weather can be freezing, well below freezing. But if you can just get outside every single day, that, that does two things. First of all, it's putting you into that bigger picture. You're you're getting outside and you're kind of all your troubles, uh, they, we're not getting rid of them, but for a moment you're outside in something that is bigger than you. You know, you're connecting with something that is bigger than you, the universe. And also when you come back in, maybe you've seen something when you've gone for a walk, maybe you've experienced wild weather, you have, you've got something to talk about and share with somebody else. We're not just kind of plonking ourselves in front of the television and binge watching whatever series is on. That, that's also good. There's also a way to get through winter and binge watch your favorite series. But getting outside every day. And I know a lot of people will say, well, the weather's not great. And we do have the saying here in Denmark, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. So you're going to maybe have to invest in a nice warm coat, gloves, waterproofs, get out there, uh, especially with the kids. <laughs> because here in Denmark, kids love getting outside when it's raining, when it's snowing. And I know a, a lot of the um, international Parents who come to live in Denmark, they're kind of shocked that children are going out playing when it's raining. They're, they're expecting them to run back in. No, that kids kids love it. So why why do we stop doing that as adults? Where we really need to get out of our comfort zone. I'm not saying you have to go out hiking in the uh, hiking the hills when it's minus twenty C or F. But just getting outside every day, that, that, that really will, will get you over that hurdle of every day looks grey. Well, actually, there's sli- slightly different colours of grey. It can be blowing a gale. It, the, the weather can change. So, so you've got to be outside and really embrace that seasonal living. That's great. Thank you. I, I agree. I think going outside is very helpful. And you do, you've been doing winter bathing for a really long time. Is that yes, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a winter bather, which is a, a Danish practice. And I've been doing that for about 12, 13 years. And we dip in the water all year round, even when it's snowing, even when it's icy. And most people, it, the Danes don't do it because it's 
good for your health. Now, now we have lots of studies. I know it's getting very popular, the winter bathing, but they, they do it because, again, it's that connection with others. You're meeting somebody else. You never go swimming alone. You never dip alone. You're being outside in all the elements. And, and then from there, I moved into ice swimming. I'm a competitive ice swimmer. And then for this year, I've got a new little ritual, which I've added to my morning routine, which is the cold plunge. So if you're not near a lake or see a body of water, you might want to try the cold plunge thing, which is uh, you can do it also, you know, take a cold shower in the morning, just taking 30 seconds, turn on the cold tap. And it it's a shock to the system. So so don't do it, obviously, unless you've been checked out by the doctor. But I have a little inflatable, basically like a paddling pool, which I have in the garden shed. And I'm out there in the morning when it's dark. And I go in there, I dip for a couple of minutes. And then I come in, have my hot coffee, and then have my hot shower. And... This morning, you know, when I went outside, the sun, you know, the moon was out, stars. And then after I had my shower, then the sun was coming up. So that that just gives an, an, a little new experience for me. And, and it's having that, those daily rituals. If you're finding it very difficult, if you're, you know, if you're feeling depressed, see your doctor. But if you're just having that case of the blast, the routines, the daily routines, which I also teach people on YouTube, those are one of the things that's going to carry you through because you're going through those daily routines, whatever your mood, you're just doing your routine. And often we can change the mood as we go through the day, but you'll, you'll need to add some huga to your routines. So I'm going to turn the question back to you, Rob, and what can you add to your daily routine to give you a little bit of food. Is there anything that you're doing right now? Do you enjoy a special cup of coffee? It's coffee you like, is it? You're into... Well, in North America, people like... A lot of people drink more coffee, but I drink a lot of tea. <laughs> oh, and the tea? Oh, yeah. With... Yeah, okay. But yes, for me, one of the things I have done that helps a lot is I work in my office and I have a nice kind of like lamp that's pretty nice color and I get okay. like the little lights because for me the the lights are helpful when it's dark and then as the time because we do it you do time change too going to yes yes yeah in a few yeah. weeks mm -hmm. but we do the time change and basically at the time change is when I put my lights out because that's when it starts bothering me and then I put them away kind of when it's the other time change mm -hmm. so I do that um one of the things I was thinking of was getting a few more lamps because I have been told our house is kind of dark. But yes, you've got a ah, there we go. Yeah, and if everybody's been asking about this, that this is actually Danish design, and I know there's a lot of knockoff copies coming out. Danish lamps are very famous for their design because they don't um, kind of startle you. They've got a very nice, uh, soft lighting. And this is one that I've added to my toolbox of, of, of uh, winter hookah things. Now, also, I, I would recommend, I have these IKEA ones. Now, these are battery operated. I mean, in my office today, you see I've got the candles going. We, we love our candles. But if you have pets, kids, fire safety, 
you know, maybe you want to go with the LED ones. The LED ones, hold on, I just put off that one just now. The LED ones are great. I have these outside in the lanterns and they're, they're the IKEA ones on rechargeable batteries. And you switch them on and then they will light for six hours. The new ones are three hours at a time and then they will switch off and then switch on again the next day at the same time. And I use these outside so that in the morning when I'm going off in the morning, it looks nice and cosy, nice and hoogly, as we say, when I'm going off on my bike in the dark. And I also have these in the bathroom because in the morning when I have my shower, I shower by candlelight. And that is a super easy way to get a hygge moment into your morning right there and then. You don't, you know, I like to light candles, but the, these are fantastic because in the morning I don't want that harsh, bright light first thing. I like to wake up gently and that's a super way to give yourself that little hygge moment. So these are great. And these ones, this is a rechargeable USB. And I take this one, you know, you can move it around the house, uh, have it in your little cozy corner. And I also take this when I am going for a moonlight swim with my blue tits, chill swimmers, ladies. I bring this one onto the beach at night so we can kind of see, you know, when we're cutting the cake and having a hygge moment there. So we're all about the lighting. The lighting is really, really important to us. So candles, USB lights, fairy lights. I also have some of those around the, the tub and the bathroom. That's a great idea. I love that. So lighting is very important. What are some other ways to bring warmth and comfort into your space? The, the, the days, the really aren't the seasonal living and, and we don't have a lot of um, decorations. You don't see a lot of things for, for sale in, in stores of autumn decorations because the Danes, they like natural plants, natural decorations. So, you know, they, they can also be uh, fake plants. But for example, here in my office, who should point that way, the other way, uh, I have some heather. I've bought some yeah. heather because heather is very popular in Denmark in, in the winter. Uh, I've also cut some small flowers from uh, what they call dahlias. Can't remember the name of them in English. And I, I usually keep them, you know, in my office or in my kitchen windowsill. And then I plant them outside and I plant them outside where I can see them from the kitchen window or at the entrance to the house. And, and the Danes like to bring the outside inside. That, that's a very common expression, bringing the outside inside. And when you're out for a walk, the Danes will often be collecting horse chestnuts. I, I don't know if you have that type of tree where you are. Uh, all different kinds of leaves. They do a lot of crafts. Danish school kids, Danish kindergarten children, there are a lot of emphasis on natural crafts and it doesn't have to be anything fancy it's just you know some some seasonal plants and that is it where we're not going overboard with the decorating just a few things and it'll be the same thing reflected in the food you know having uh, eating mushrooms right now or having hot chocolate really really leaning into that side of things. But of course, we also have the cozy blankets, 
the warm socks. Um, but we, we don't actually have a lot of snow <laughs> any longer in Denmark. So whenever you see those photos of Hugo and all the snow, that that's not Denmark. <laughs> we, we have very little snow, uh, snow these days, but uh, we went a lot of Hugo. Oh, that sounds all, uh, like very cozy. One of the things, I think once I commented, uh, I made a video and I mentioned Huga, and somebody said um, that, and because when you go for your winter bathing, you, it looks like every time you have coffee or tea and like a little yeah. treat with your friends. Yes. Yeah. And that looks like that is a, must be so good for your spirits in the winter. That I, I was actually chatting to a friend the other day. We we have this community of winter swimmers and they're ladies from all around the globe. We've got ladies from Ireland, Canada, um, uh, Germany, Switzerland, France, Sweden, further afield. And we meet every Saturday morning and we swim in the harbour or at the beach. And for a lot of the ladies, that has really helped them to get over the winter depression. Because even if you've had a tough a tough week, just that connecting with others, and it is cold. And I mean, I know it looks a lot of fun on my Instagram photos or Facebook photos, but we're just huddling there together some ladies dip, some ladies swim longer. A lot, many of us are, are doing uh, personal challenges. And when we come up out, out of the water, everybody's got their little tin kind of camping mug. We, the reason that we use those is because the tin camping mugs, you can put your fingers around it and you can actually feel the hot tea. Or sometimes we'll have hot fruit soup, uh, Swedish fruit soup, which is a bit like uh, kind of uh, thickened apple juice or, or plum juice or blackberry soup. And usually somebody will bring some treats. You know, we all bring, and I, I, I make, I bake rolls every Saturday morning. I bake rolls, somebody brings cake, got muffins, and it's connecting with each other once a week. And it's really just a chance to say, oh, what a dreadful week, or oh, something good happened this week. And when we come away from there, you just really feel invigorated because you've been in nature, but also that connection with other people. And, and we can really share what's going on, you know, and especially, you know, there can be a lot of tears, something terrible has happened that week or something good has happened. And it's just sharing with others. And that is the most hugelate thing that you can experience. And there are no cozy bonfires and the wind is blowing. Your bathrobe can be blowing down the beach and it's minus 15C degrees Celsius uh, down there. But the, the smiles are huge when we come out the water. So it really is that that community thing. If you if you're finding it difficult in the winter, and even if you can't do this in person with others, if you can't meet up with a friend once a week and say, "Oh, should we go for a walk? Should we meet in town for a dinner?" An online community that's just as good. So you really have to, but you have to make it intentional. 
because it's not just going to happen on its own. So you've got to keep on reaching out, but find find something that interests you or some new hobby. Uh, but the social connection, that's super, super important. That That's one of the, the biggest things of Huga is sharing a moment with somebody else. I love that. Um, that's that's a nice weekly tradition you can do. And I think um, I, I did some of the cold dipping in the ocean as well. And I mean, you feel amazing when you come out, but doing it with friends and we would go for coffee. And I think that really did help a lot with the winter blahs. Um, now... Do you have any favorite cozy recipes or food that you like to do in the winter? I know, I you know, on your channel, you make a lot of the Danish food, like the Abe's Giver. And... <laughs> yeah, the, the, this year, uh, usually I do the Fly Lady Christmas series, prepping for Christmas. This year, I'm doing Scandinavian Christmas, if anybody's interested in joining in that. And it's not going to be your classic what you might see in a book about Scandinavian Christmas. This is real Scandinavian Christmas as I experience it here in Copenhagen. Also, I have uh, Swedish friends and you're going to see how we really have Scandinavian Christmas. Right down to including the real candles on the Christmas tree. And I know, I know you're all going to fall over backwards uh, worrying about the safety of it, but you, you, you'll see what we do for Scandinavian Christmas. It, it starts in November, the preparations. And it's all about making small things, doing things with the family, making uh, something called confect, which is small Danish um, sweets. We're not so big into the biscuits, uh, cookies here, that that's, that's um, not so Danish. We have a few types, but the Danes are really into making chocolate and marzipan sweets. That's uh, my favorite thing to do and able skewer the little Danish donuts of course uh, but I'll, I'll be taking around on little tours around Newhall Harbour you will see the lights and and that's the, the the brilliant thing about Christmas for us here in in Denmark the whole month of December is called the Christmas month and 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 the word Christmas here is also it's not just a noun it's a verb we Christmas and that that means we do all things Christmas cozy whether that's making things cutting out paper decorations baking in the kitchen going outside looking at the lights so uh stay tuned for that oh my gosh I love that I I am the same I absolutely Christmas see for me Christmas November November December they're easy months like they're because it's so fun like I can do it's January, February that are harder, yeah. but I, I'm basically, I try to enjoy fall a little bit at the very beginning of November, but then we have Remembrance Day here on November 11th. And after that, that's when I start really planning because I like to get like the work out of the way in November so I can really enjoy December. And and Robin, a really good thing, especially with, because sometimes January can be difficult because often we haven't planned anything. Yeah. And for what I have now, for, for example, ne next year, I already have uh, signed up for another winter swimming. I'm going to the winter swimming uh, world championships. I've got that in the diary. So that gives me a thing that I'm training 
every week because if I don't train, so, so that gives me an extra impetus to get out and, and do the, the winter swimming. But also in the month of January, I meet up with friends and we actually say, you know, December can be very busy with family, with things going on, you know, the diaries fully booked. And we say, okay, we're not going to aim to meet in December. Let's meet in January. And often, uh, I know from uh, friends in Scotland, in January, all the restaurants have special offers on. You can eat for half price in January, all those kind of things. So you can actually plan that out now. Say to friends, okay, I know winter's coming up. We're going to be busy in, in, in December. But how about we meet once a week in January and we do something together? We go and see a movie. We go and see. We go and walk once a week in the in the forest. We go and eat out, uh, take a packed lunch, and sit outside somewhere. But it's actually the planning of it because when you have the plan, you have something to look forward to. And again, that comes back to the the hygge thing. It doesn't, you know, often it's spontaneous, but we have as much joy in looking forward to something as we do in the actual moment. And, and the Danes often say to each other, ha, ah, deep player hooglied. We often talk about, oh, we're, we're, we're going to do that. And they'll say, oh, that sounds hoogly. And you're already feeling that. You've got those good vibes. Just thinking about what you're going to be doing next month or in, in two months' time with friends. So I've, I've actually got a, a countdown calendar because I'm going to the uh, Winter Swimming World Championships with a couple of friends. And we have this little countdown calendar, you know, how many days it is until we'll see each other. And so it, it's that looking forward to something. So, so you must, must plan these things. It doesn't have to be anything big, but plan for January. Plan, plan for those times when you know it's going to be really difficult for you. I love that. And um, you mentioned traditions. So meeting people is helpful. Christmas is kind of easy, I feel like, because mm -hmm. it's just absolutely full of traditions all around the world. Um, are there any other traditions you do in the winter, the fall, um, or surrounding huga or? Yeah, the huga is basically an everyday thing for us. Where we have all the Danish traditions, we also have one in November, eating duck, Morton's Afton, uh, St. Martin's Eve, I think it's called in English. So, so there's a lot of uh, feast days and holidays, but the huga is an everyday thing. And as I said at the beginning, we, it's not just winter. We have summer hygge. Uh, whenever you meet up with girlfriends, it's girlfriend hygge. Uh, men, when they meet up and, and play FIFA on, on the Wii and have some pizza, that, that's another type of hygge. So there's all different types of hygge. And basically anything can be hygge. And the cheaper it is, and the more kind of down to earth it is, the better. We're, we're, we're not needing to spend money to do things in a hoogly way, but the, the, the most hooky things can be on a really rainy day when it's pouring with rain and you're meeting friends and everybody's soaked through and then you go into a cafe for some hot chocolate and you say, oh, dear hooglies. And, and it, just, it just turns things right around. So anything can be hoogly and practice it every single day. Just, just look for little things that you can do in your day, whether that's having your favorite tea from your favorite mug, 
sharing by candlelight or by soft light. They're just taking those small, small moments. I love that. So Huga is Huga. <laughs> it's more like very intentional. Just bring like a little bit of intentionality. Every day. And you can do that with the kids. You know, you can say after dinner, oh, let's let's get hugan on the sofa together. If you've not already made a Kuga basket, make one of those. I've got a video about that. I made it recently. And uh, basically, I, I have a little basket and I, it's beside my favorite reading chair. And mine is in the living room, but maybe you have a favorite place you like to sit out on your porch or in your kitchen. Kids can make one too. And you just put a few things in there that really give you those good vibes. And and in, in mine, I've got my cordless headphones and I uh, have a, a book that I'm reading. Maybe you can put a um, Sudoku. Maybe you like to knit, crochet, uh, some pens and paper to do some doodling. The kids can put in some favorite toys in there, a little plushy. Some hand cream, a little favorite perfume that you like. Give yourself a little scoosh scoosh of perfume. And and then if when you're just needing a little moment, you can sit in your favorite chair, take a blanket around you and have a look at your basket. And just do a couple of things. And also in there, I have some snacks, which are kind of healthy and not so healthy snacks. And, you know, the kids could do the same. I, a couple of little treats for them. And it, it's very useful for the kids, especially when they come from home from school in the winter, it's dark, they've had a long day, they've been social all day, and they just kind of need a little moment to themselves. Make up a little hygge ba- uh, bag or little suitcase, toy suitcase for them, and it just gives them that that little time out. So that that's all it is, just a little hygge moment. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you, Diane. This is just been amazing. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. I love all of these tips Diane gave, and I love Diane's channel. You've got to check it out. All of her holiday stuff is amazing. So head on over. I've linked it below. Thank you so much for watching. I hope something great happens for you today, and I will see you next time. Bye.